0: Financial Grown-Up Guide, three money tips for expensive city living with co-host Grant Sabatier. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Welcome to a new Financial Grown-Up Guide. So excited about this episode because I have an amazing co-host here. Say hi, Grant. Hey. (laughs) Grant is the creator of Millennial Money and the author of the new book and soon-to-be bestseller, maybe already a bestseller by the time this comes out, financial freedom, a proven path to all the money you will ever need. What could be better, Grant? Wow, you're solving all of our problems. I tried to. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. If you're looking for one of our classic episodes featuring high achievers sharing money stories, of which Grant just taped one with me, they drop on Mondays and Thursdays. We have more than 100 episodes already out there for you to choose from. If you want to catch up on some oldies but goodies, Be in touch if you want suggestions. We have great stories, amazing people. For example, if you want entrepreneur stories or budget ideas, we have a lot of episodes on wellness because that's very important. If you want to be wealthy, you got to be healthy. So be in touch. On Instagram, I am at bobbyrabel1. On Twitter, at bobbyrabel. And you can always email us at hello at financialgrownup.com. All right. Now, to my amazing co-host, who's been patiently standing by, Grant Sabatier, congratulations on the book, my friend.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: All right. You just moved to New York City, which as a resident, and I'm here, as I always say, largely because that's where my friends and family are. This is where I'm from but I think it's the most expensive city. It may not literally be. I know San Francisco's up there, LA as well, but it sure feels like it. You came here voluntarily. We're not going to talk so much about that right now because that's in your classic episode, which everyone can look for soon. First of all, how did you avoid sticker shock? And then you're going to share with us some tips.
1: Uh, The first thing is proper planning. Best thing is you know, we live in such an information-heavy age that just spending a couple hours online researching, looking at apartments, looking at average food costs, looking at transportation costs, looking at insurance costs. I was able to just on my, I have a little tiny expense sheet. Um, They're and I was still able organized, to organize grants. I'm actually not very organized <laughs> in most areas of my life. Money is 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 probably I th- I think money is actually one of the only things that I've figured well, out. Anyone I, who
0: reads your book will get a whole bunch of tools. That, it's a very interactive book with lots of online tools. So you're going to get us all organized. Yeah, so I just but planned. you're organized. Yeah.
1: you just spend two hours and you can figure out if you're moving from one city to another how much more expensive it is. And so I did that. And I very quickly realized, ooh, you can spend a lot of money on rent in New York City, but you don't have to. And that was one of the things that was most exciting because I was like, oh, I can control more of these expenses than I thought I could.
0: All right. You have successfully hacked big city living. So you brought with you three tips for how we can Be mindful of our money. Not everyone listening is part of the FIRE movement. Financial independence, retire early, for those of you who don't know the acronym. But there are three money tips that you brought for how to deal with living in an expensive city. And the first has to do with the three biggest expenses that we all face.
1: Yeah. So the average American spends 70% or more of their income on only three things housing transportation and food. And so if you think that you spend, you know, 70% of your money on those three things, being mindful of those three things, you know, budgeting can be valuable. I actually hate budgets. I've never had a budget because I've been able to focus on saving on those three things. And so if you can, you know, spend as little as you can and still be comfortable on your housing, transportation, if you don't need a car, don't have one. If you have one, buy a used car, try to use public transportation, bike, keep that cost as low as possible. If you're traveling a lot, you know, definitely look into travel hacking, keep your flight costs as low as possible. And then food, you know, one of the areas especially in a big city it's so easy just to order online i mean just it's so easy to get your food delivered and you're going to pay a huge premium for that and so just being mindful and you know figuring out those things that you eat often find a place where you can get the best price and so housing you know live in the smallest best apartment that you feel comfortable in and then bank the difference and and um you know transportation and food keep those costs down as well and that's where you're going to get the biggest benefit.
0: Any tips on how to find that cheap housing? Because it's so hard. Although I have to say the real estate market, at least in New York City is soft right now. So there may be a lot of bargaining power for people that are looking to rent or buy.
1: Yeah, New York City is such a beast. I mean, that street easy website is just so crazy. Apartments, like most good deals, go in less than 24 hours. And so, you know, setting up alerts just so you get them on your phone are really important. Obviously, you know, there there are many different boroughs in New York City. uh, Cheaper to live in Queens than it is to live in Manhattan. But I live in Manhattan. And while my apartment is about a quarter of the size of the place that I lived in Chicago. I like it. It's on the top floor of a building. I have a roof deck. You know, it's definitely a lot smaller, but You know, my landlord, uh, he's a little bit older. Um, He actually hasn't increased the rent, the agent told me, in the last five years. And so I was able to find a deal, just like anything I hunted. I looked at over 40 places, so it took me some time. But, you know, when I found one, I was ready to go.
0: So time and systems. I think setting up those alerts and knowing that you've got to get there fast is important.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the ROI is incredible. Just doing like two or three hours of research and setting up those automated alerts, you know, probably saved me a thousand dollars a month at least because I was able to get a good deal. And the other thing is, don't overlook getting a roommate or moving to maybe a crappier apartment than you would imagine because, like anything in life, nothing has to be forever. And so, if you move somewhere that's more expensive, get a roommate or Ideally, if you're moving to a new city that's expensive, room with someone else rent out their spare room for six months to a year and save your money, get a lay of the land. Because even just being on the ground now in New York, I'm like, oh, here's another block, three blocks away that I could have lived on that would have been even more affordable. But that's something I wouldn't have known without being here. And the final thing is just go and actually test out the neighborhoods. That is one thing I did. When I came to New York to apartment hunt, I actually rented an Airbnb in the neighborhood that I knew I wanted to live in. So I got a sense like, okay, here's the local coffee shop, here's the local restaurant. And that's the beautiful thing about Airbnb and you know, short-term rentals is that you can actually test out the neighborhoods. I did that in one neighborhood in another borough in New York City. And I was like, oh, I don't wanna live here. There's not uh, you know, as many of the things that I'm interested in. So nothing like test driving a neighborhood or even a building. In some cases, you can get a, an Airbnb in the exact building where you could rent an apartment.
0: Such a good idea because even being a block difference can make a huge difference in the value of an apartment. And even the view can make a huge difference. Maybe you don't value a view. So that can be something beyond my first apartment. I was on the first floor in the back of a building. And you know what? It was okay. It was a good deal. All right, let's move on to number two, because I want to get everything in. And this is about balancing convenience.
1: Yeah. So there's obviously, especially in New York City, but most expensive cities, there are so many tiers to the economy. And so there's Literally, like, you know, for example, I like eating peppers in the morning with my eggs. And so going and buying, you know, a pepper at a street side vegetable vendor, you know, it's like a dollar and then I can use it. You go in the grocery store and you buy like the cut up organic peppers and it's like five times the cost. And so, yes, it's more convenient. You don't have to cut it. And there's an entire economy here because people are so busy in New York City and in big cities where grocery stores are making their margins and vendors are making their margins on just doing the cutting for you. Or, you know, I mentioned this food delivery. You know, I read something that was like 50 percent of the people that live in Manhattan order takeout at least four nights a week, which is just like so insane. I mean, (laughs) it makes sense. You're so busy. So you're like, I'm going to save time. And, you know, I've done this, too. It's like a Wednesday night. And you're like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to order $25 dinner for takeout myself but convenience you're paying a huge premium and when it's worth it to you when you want to save the time when you're busy I'll drop $25 for a takeout when I'm super busy but just realize what you're trading off
0: and if you have a family that could be a 100 bucks
1: oh totally yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, but just realize you're making a trade off and right. so as long as you're mindful of it and you're like okay I'm paying a premium where you get into trouble is when you don't have any money saved and you're ordering these foods, and you're stressed about money. If you're stressed about money, it's just like, don't order food out for a while.
0: Huge savings. All right, final tip, tip number three from you, get out of the city.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Get out of the city. So that's one of the, the things I escape New York every couple of weeks. I go into the Catskills just it's about an hour and a half outside New York City. Food is more affordable. Everything's more affordable, especially if you like to travel. That's one of the things. Um, and you have an apartment. You can actually Airbnb your apartment when you're traveling. Um, so I have a lot of friends that do this. It's like During the holiday, I had one friend who lives in New York City. She took two weeks off and went to the Caribbean. She went to Jamaica. She Airbnb'd her apartment in New York City for those two weeks.
0: Meaning she received rent. And also, there's a little tax. I hate to use the word loophole, but if you rent out your residence for under 14 days, I believe for most people, it is not taxed, that income.
1: Right. That's correct. So she went on vacation to Jamaica for two weeks during the holidays, and she actually made almost $1,800. So her entire vacation was paid for, and she made $1,800.
0: So brilliant. You know what I mean?
1: And so it's just one of those things like escape the city, be smart. It also helps in a big city to get out. I found that. (laughs) That's one of the things I learned about New York. It's like, ooh, New York's really, really (sighs) intense. It's nice to escape for a little while.
0: It's a win-win. All right. Thank you so much, Grant. This was amazing. Congratulations again on your book, Financial Freedom, A Proven Path to All the Money You Will Ever Need. Everyone check it out. And uh, we're going to post, there's an awesome trailer. If you guys want to get a glimpse of the balcony of Grant's apartment and the RV that he's using to tour the country and go on a global tour promoting the book, you can check out the trailer. We'll leave the link in the show notes. Everyone check it out, as I said, and be in touch on all the socials. We want to hear your tips on making it work in expensive cities. And thank you, Grant.
1: Yeah, thanks, Bobby. It's a real pleasure.
0: You gave us amazing tips and everyone, let's all use them to be financial grown ups. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebell is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.